Hey, Paul here. Welcome to episode five of the podcast. Just to let you know, we had some audio trouble at the start of this one. So there's some audio missing for the first minute. But after that, everything is fine. So thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Paul. How's it going? I'm good. What How are, are you? you? Here? I, I came to uh, organize my kitchen. Oh, very good, very good. It's just, this feels like we're sitting in your kitchen. So, um, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're, we're out and about today. Yeah. We're in um, Ikea. Ikea for um, episode five of the Raw podcast. And uh, we just decided we'd meet up while Dave was down in Dublin and we'd uh, record a quick podcast together because we've a few things to talk about. And um, so here we are, sitting on brilliant. well-made chairs. You've got a headrest in yours, look, you've in got a, a fancy... In what looks like a bit of a, kind of a kitchen. A very... They have a lot of glassware in this kitchen. Area. Yeah. Too many glasses. And why do they need so many... Um, Maybe they're going to have a big party, you know, like in the, in the adverts, when they have like, playing with my friends kind of thing going on. 12, cara- 12 carafes, there's too many carafes there. Too many. Don't need that many. A lot of wine glasses, a lot of tumblers. A lot of repetition here. Yeah. But that, that's Ikea for you, isn't it? When yeah. you walk into people's nice, houses nice. these I like days. I the grass on the walls. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So anyway, that's our surroundings. So, there you go. so that's what we're looking at. Back and, um, I hope you enjoyed last week's podcast about the 5D Mark IV. It's still ongoing. There's still new stuff coming out all the time about it. Yeah, uh, it's still, uh, it's still not released yet. It's to be released next week. Yeah, this is we're we're recording this on the 30th of August. 31st of August, even. Oh, 31st. I see. That's my stupid watch. Doesn't turn the days properly when the yeah, month clicks over. So um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so welcome, and uh, we've got a bit. Of, I guess we go straight into tech news. Dave, tech news. Give me some tech news. Um, well, there was some tech news that we um, forgot about last week because we were too busy talking about your Mark IV. Okay. That you're on off, on off, on off, going to get, not going to get, going to get, definitely going to get, not sure about getting. But uh, what we missed out talking about was that uh, Fuji are bringing out uh, on the same day, actually, mm-hmm. same day as the. It's funny, actually, they've chosen the August uh, or September 8th for all the releases. Yeah. So the new X-T2, your Mark IV is coming out. That's correct. And they're also bringing out, Fuji are bringing out a, a new 23mm lens. Right. So it's the 23F2 WR. Okay. WR meaning water resistant. Okay. Because the current 23 isn't. Oh. It's not weather sealed or anything. And it's, the, it's a 1.4 lens as well. No, it's it? an F2. Oh, is it? F2. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, okay. So the last one was a 1.4, and it's a good lens. I have that lens. The only thing is, it's, it's a bit big and a bit clunky. No, it's not big in the sense in the of sense a normal 24mm lens, but on the Fuji system, it's probably one of their bigger lenses, a bit clunky. And what's that, what's that equivalent to, sorry? 35. That's a 35mm, okay. So, so there's a new 35mm It's a new 35, 35F2, basically. That's pretty quick. That's pretty and, um yeah, you see, I have the thirty. I have the thirty-five f two, which is the fifty. Sorry, there's a lot of complicated numbering stuff. But um, yeah, so and it's one of my favorite lenses on the Fuji. Actually, it's really small, completely silent, 
Um, fantastic autofocus, although it can suffer a little bit in low light. It can be a little That's bit slow in the low light. That's the current lens that you have, That's right? the current 35 F2 I have. Oh, red armbands oh, in the change oh, rooms, please. Red armbands in the change rooms. Call 6402. Call 6402. Call 6402. Yep, come in. I'm on my way. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so they're bringing out this um, t this 23 F2, and I think it's going to be beautiful, and I'm very, very tempted to get it. Okay. Would you trade in your older? No, I think I'd keep it. I think okay. I'd keep my 23 1.4 just for um, maybe portrait style kind of. Shots where I needed maybe a slightly better depth of field, okay. but for uh, just F2 you know, is enough for F2 most occasions. Like plenty, yeah, plenty. Nobody plenty. has ever said, ah, no bride has ever said, oh, I wish the I wish the, the shot was slightly better on yeah. that. Yeah, I wish he'd have shot that at 1.6. Yeah, I like the way that's kind of blurry in the background, but if it had been slightly more blurry, yeah, I would have been all over this photograph. Yeah, but um. I know it's the last living photograph of my of my great uncle, but uh, ah, the background just annoys me a little bit. Right? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You know, so yeah. there you go. But yeah, no, I've I, had I'm, that I'm before. Looking for, I'm looking a few for, times. Have you? No. Ha had what? Never. You have? No. You haven't. Say yeah. So um, I so I right. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. So Fuji are bringing out two new lenses, was it? No, one new lens, one new camera, two okay. new cameras actually. Okay. And have the flash coming out soon as well? Flash. Coming out as well. Yeah. Don't know if I'll, don't know if I'll get another flash. My flash is working okay. LED. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, That's not great tech news, is it? Me the other going, tech news. I don't need to know about the other <laughs> stuff because I'm fine with what I've got. <laughs> the other tech news is that um, Apple have beaten Canon and Fuji to the to the punch, and and they're they're releasing new products on the seventh of September. iPhone. iPhone seven. And apparently, uh, Apple Watch 2 as well. So there you go. With it's taken GPS, a long time for the next Apple Watch, actually. With GPS oh. and better battery life. So We'd need to be. That'd be interesting. Are you going to get it? I think if it's good enough and it has GPS, I think I'd be tempted. T tell, the, tempted. tell the listeners about your current watch, Paul. Well, my current watch is a watch that you also have. Yeah, um, had. No, I still have it, but I don't wear it. I still have it. It's Gar Garmin Vivo Active. And it. Um, it has GPS in it for, for running in sports and stuff like that as well. It has notifications. It, you can control Spotify and other music mm. apps from it. Um, you it's can a see, pretty good smartwatch. You can see your texts come in. You can see your emails on it if you like. You can answer calls and you can redial calls on it now. They've actually updated the firmware. Oh. So you can ring people back from your watch. But you can't talk, talk into the watch no, like you can, can an Apple Watch. No. Um, and it also is a step counter, and uh, it, it can sync link to a, uh, a heart rate monitor as oh. well. So it's pretty nifty. The best thing about this watch, though, is that the battery life is incredibly good. Unreal. It and if you turn the Bluetooth off, that will last for a month. Yeah, it lasts nearly two weeks. Yeah. Um, if How long does Apple Watch last for? Current, a day. I think 18 hours is their rated time. Rubbish. And I think they're, they're trying to improve it to two days, but there's a lot more functionality. There's a color screen, retina screen on it. That's so a color you, screen. Yeah, but it's not a retina screen. It's it's more of a LED type screen um, or LCD type screen. So um, it's a very smart screen a, actually, because it it's very watch. clear in the day. It works amazing in daylight. You don't need to light it up. 
only at night time mm. to see it. It's kind of the opposite effect, really. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's actually clearer in daylight than it is in, indoors in and in the yeah. dark. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great um, watch. So that's your current watch. You, you think you'll get the Apple Watch? I might, though. How much I, are you talking? I, I don't know. I th- like, it's probably going to be 300, 300 euros. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm tempted by it. If it had GPS, I, I think I'd be tempted. It depends, though, on a lot of factors. But it's novelty, isn't it? It's something we kind of don't need, but we could add to our... Definitely don't need. We could add to our wrist. Would you not like to um, deconnect a little bit? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's the funny thing. I was kind of... Half of me was going, oh, I'd love to have it. And then the other half of me thinks, oh, do I want to have all that notification Stop. on my wrist now? Mm. As well as... And well, you do have it at phone. the minute. I do, I do. And it's, sometimes it's nice to take it off in the house and just leave it aside because, mm. you, you know... Sometimes you can be just bothered too much by it. Like, yeah, just you know? constant buzzing. Because yeah. you get buzzes for texts, emails, mm-hmm. yeah. phone calls, yeah. boxers, yeah. WhatsApps. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so you get notifications You can for even all turn it on for Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. I don't have it on You can it turn it on for your that. Google Maps, so when you're driving, you'll get turned I by do turn have it on buzzes. For that. And actually, that's one time it actually comes in handy because you're driving away, you're not maybe looking at your phone, and suddenly you get a buzz, turn left in so many hundred meters, and you're... Mm. You're, you're kind of like, oh, yeah. oh, that's oh good. and then you just have to take your eyes off the road and look at your wrist and... Uh, no, you just get the buzz, so then you look at your phone and take your eyes off the road. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's handy, you know? Mm. Like okay. every map okay. app. Um, well, I look forward to seeing if you get that. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> what else are you going to buy? <laughs> that's are you going to buy the 5D? <sighs> Still on the fence. Paul, Still you have been on and off this fence for the last week. I think I'll have to, because my camera's... I think I need a new camera, like because my, my Mark III's are at their four and a half year life, and they've lasted this long, and it's probably time for a new an, an upgrade. Mm. It's just it's just so expensive, and I I think I'll only buy. I was due to buy two cameras. I was hoping that the price would be like the Mark III came out at three a four, I think, and then minus VAT was two eight, mm. which is it's which not is bad. deep but affordable, like yeah. you know. So my plan was to buy two, but now I definitely don't think I'll buy two. I definitely won't buy two. And yeah. then, um, so I'll, I'll buy one. And, I, and to be honest, I'm switching from, yeah, I'll get it to, oh, I don't know. It's, I don't know, is it a big leap? So I've been checking out a lot of, I've been checking out a lot of DP reviews, reviews mm. and their analysis of the camera. And so far it looks, it looks fairly good. Do it they have the full in-depth good. review up there? Not yet, but they have a lot of different... They they've, the preview. Been, they've been basically posting new reviews each day of different aspects of the camera. Right. So they, they released a, a studio comparison, so where they have basically lots of objects set up. Um, and they do this for every camera that comes out and they they put on a 35 mil at a certain distance and then they take lots of shots and then they let you analyze the raws and zoom in at 100%. And comparing it to the Mark III and the Fuji and the Nikon um, A10 and the D750, it really stands up there well. It does stand up there well. And I thought... Would it not need to be above that though? Um, Yeah, it probably would, but it probably doesn't, if I'm honest, it probably matches you know mm. the A10. Maybe it's a bit better than the A10, but probably almost matches the D750. Mm. I'd have to look at it a little bit further, but but it certainly matches it at the, from what I can see. It has got nicer skin tones, I think, than all of the other cameras I've compared it against. 
Are skin tones, do you think, something though that you can? You can probably yeah edit and change and tweak, but it is nice to have a good looking file come straight it out is, of camera. It is, it is, hundred percent, it is, yeah. So. No, you so showed me that before that we advantage. before we recorded this. You showed me that comparison. I did, yeah. And we had a look at the skin tones, and we both agreed that the skin tones in the D7, or the skin tones are in the Mark IV and the Fuji were very similar. They were actually so, so. It would be a very good companion camera to have alongside. Would be the X Pro or the XT2. To no, shoot we we had this. We had a conversation during the week. Yeah. Which was um, between myself and you and the boys. Yeah. And. Uh, one of the points that was mentioned was what would stop you from just ditching DSLRs? Um, what would stop me or what, what would stop is you? stopping me from ditching DSLRs? What is stopping you? Well, yeah. first of all, I guess the investment in, in um, Canon gear? The gear that I have. Mm. And then the other thing is, I just don't think it's quite there with speed yet, mm. as regards the EVF and the, the shutter blackout time, and then the things like that you've mentioned before, at the dancing and stuff. I think little things like that would irk me. Um, and the noise performance at, at high levels doesn't seem to be as good mm. as, as the D750 or the mm. Mark IV looks to be. Um, so that would stop me at the moment, to be honest. That would mm. stop me leaping. I don't think they they're quite at DSLR level. I think you probably find that the Expo Two is pretty good from a noise point oh, of view. Yeah, I, I I've because no doubt it is. But I think there's a difference between. I don't think you've used it though for winter weddings yet. Ah, but I've used it for a lot of dark environments. Right. Okay. okay. Definitely, definitely used it for a lot of dark environments. Right. And um, and are you finding you black and white those shots though? Well, I, I, but any kind of high noise shot, I would black and white yeah. it anyway, okay. even if it was on the D750, because noise is noise is noise. But the the one thing about the the Fuji X Pro Two noise anyway is that um, it's quite a nice noise. It's quite a nice grain, you know. Like in the, the noise of a a young child cooing in its crib. It's a nice noise, yeah. as opposed to a young child screaming. Yeah, because exactly. they're hungry. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. But it's yeah. it's a it's a nicer, more uniform kind of grain. It doesn't okay. seem to have any kind of strange patterns in it or anything, yeah. or you know, banding or anything like that. It's right. kind of a nice grain. Okay. So. Um, okay, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. It's good to hear. But I suppose they're, they're the factors that are stopping me from, and probably stopping a lot of photographers from jumping to mirrorless. Mm. But I do think it's like it. It is. You know, like, why didn't Canon just remove the mirror this time and release the D, the D, the 5D as a mirrorless camera, and just go that way with EVF? The technology is there. Why didn't they do it? Do you it? think there is there any rumors about them designing a mirrorless camera now? There is. There's rumors about a new M series coming out soon, a mirrorless full frame. But there's still. It should be an still M with a like a strike through, because it's no no mirror. Ah. It's all smoke and mirrors, though. Fuji, um, yeah, you know what I mean? Brilliant. Not Fuji, Canon. Canon. Fuji in the head. Yeah, I think they'll have to go there because everybody else is going that way. And, and But Canon are just notoriously slow at, at bringing, updating, out stuff. bringing out new products and and updating their gear. And Yeah, I'm amazed they haven't brought in a mirrorless camera at this point. I'm sure they have, though, have they? They have. They've the EOS M. Yeah. Oh. Right. Oh, they do have one called EOSM. Yeah, it's a mirrorless camera. It's not that good though. Really, right. It's not getting. You can actually mount uh, 
EF lenses onto it. Oh, okay. But it just doesn't get really good reviews and doesn't really sell well. In fact, the last version they released, they didn't even release it in America. They only released it in Europe and right, Japan. Right. But apparently there is there is something in the pipeline to be announced soon um, in the mirrorless side from Canon. Okay. And they think it's an upgrade of this M camera. But it would need to be top-notch, full frame. Let's go all out here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 4K, full frame, EF compatible, mm. boom. Amazing in yeah. low light. But why, they, why they're not doing it, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, unless they're going to just, maybe they'd just rather wait until they can totally nail it or something. Sometimes I wonder though, is Canon like the old Apple? in that they had their fingers in so many pies they mm. couldn't really concentrate on making a particular thing really good mm. like Fuji do for example like their cameras are fairly well defined they mm. release new cameras all the time so many I can't even remember yeah, their names keep up. but they do them very well and they've been progressing technology like at super speeds mm. whereas Canon are into printers they're into you know, machinery, yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And maybe their focus on cameras isn't that important to them maybe, as yeah. it Fuji is, like, mm. you know, as it is to Fuji. So, I don't know, I don't know. I think they, they need to do something soon and something revolutionary soon, or else they're gonna find themselves left behind. Left well behind, if they've not already been left a little behind, and certainly in the mirrorless market. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to think really that they are able to charge what they're charging for the Mark IV. I mean, they must yeah. have... Like, they're a camera company. Why didn't they ever bring out something to rival the GoPro? Like Nikon did. Mm. They, they've Surely they've got the technology that they can just do this, but they don't seem to want to do it. They, they seem to want to do things like in a very controlled manner or they don't want to do them at all yeah. which is not that great an idea in my opinion um, when you look at Apple releasing a new iPhone every year um, advancing technology as fast as they can mm -hmm. same with Samsung same with most of the you know phone makers um, and that was simply because a few years ago Apple pushed the boundaries out and everybody jumped on board and started mm -hmm. moving with them but yet, when you see people like Fuji pushing the boundaries out, everybody else is a little bit slow to respond. I know, it's, it's that crazy. dangerous. Are it's they going to be left behind because of that, you know? It is amazing. So anyway, that's, that's tech news on that part. Um, I don't have anything else to you on, on, on that tech stuff. Um, I don't think so. I think that's, that's pretty much it. So we'll, we will know maybe by the next podcast whether you whether you yeah we might have purchase. some results test results and I may might even have, have an XT2 yeah there might, you go might, might, might not might we'll see might. we'll see it should be arriving in the stores I think this week excellent mm. excellent so two new cameras no I would if I was to get world. an XT2 I would just buy I would just get one I would trade in oh, one of the experts but I mean there could be two new cameras could be yeah, yeah on could the be. podcast the next one might be a live oh that'd be good imagine we did like a live unboxing let's do it Let's do it. We just all you'd hear is pieces of cardboard. Let's meet up when we up buy them and actually unbox live hear lots for of the gasping. podcast. <gasps> Look at that! Wow, oh, I wouldn't have done that. Maybe we'll do a little video. Don't drop it. Oh. Right. So we're going to talk about workflow, and we're going to talk about the, basically the top ten things that we can't do without for our businesses. Okay. And that's that's that sounds good. Yeah. Right. So what would be your number one? What would be at the top of your list? 
Let's 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 write out a list right now. Okay. All right. Let's Number one. Okay. Seventeen hats. Okay. Definitely. Me too. Why for you? Are we going to do the list first or do the no, thing conversation? No, because that's boring for people to listen to. <laughs> really? What's right? Okay. So um, number one is 17 hats. Because it does everything um, from a client point of view. Okay. So the inquire, it goes into 17 hats. Then that turns into a quote. Then that quote turns into an invoice. Then that invoice turns into a booking form. That booking form turns into a contract. That's all done through 17 hats. Okay. And it's all done with very minimal setup. So it saves you a hell of a lot of time. It saves me a lot of time. And is it difficult to like set up? No, Did you it's very it? simple. Okay. I mean, I used to use things like, um, for all of that, I used to use emails, invoice to go. Um, I can't even remember where my booking forms were. They were on like the, web, well, the, not Mac the booking form, forms, like the, the contracts like were all on the on WordPress. It's a whole yeah. nightmare, a whole yeah. mess. Whereas everything under 17 hats is just easy. Yeah. Well, really I remember easy. when you first started using 17 hats, you, you got on to me basically and said, you have to try this tool, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And the only thing I found hard about it was the initial setup, the workflow setup. But after a little bit of, even actually, I think we did a tutorial together on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You set up, set up some of my workflow. And once it kind of clicks with you, oh, right, okay, this is what you do. Yeah, I forgot about the workflow as aspect, yeah. actually. It does that too, yeah, it's brilliant. Once, once you have that workflow set up, everything else is just a matter of getting the basic setup for each, for, for the initial setup for yeah. each uh, step of that workflow. Yeah. And after that's done, um, everything basically is automated. Yeah. So if you're, I, I used to use, uh, I guess, forms, I used to use PDFs, I used to use Excel sheets and a, a calendar on the wall, although I still use the calendar on the wall because I like the visual aspect of that. But as regards people, people paying for their, their weddings and people uh, sending me invoices and me sending invoices to my accountant and all that. All that used to be manual per customer, per wedding, um, and it used to take hours. And I think 17 hats just basically, after the initial setup, which takes a good few hours, it cut all that down to nothing. Yeah, to, I think the, the, the way, whenever, I remember whenever I first started using 17 hats, the way I approached it was, right, every fresh inquiry is going to go into 17 hats. Yes. So every fret, and I didn't bother putting any of the old ones in until it got to the point where I was about to shoot it. And so whenever I was about to shoot it or needed to send out my checklist, I go, right, I will now add that client into, into 17, 17 hats. hats yeah. And um, eventually, over time, all of your clients end up being yeah. in 17 hats. Well, I, I did it a little bit different. I backfilled everybody. And the reason I did that was because I didn't want to run the risk of double booking. And I was but dependent on my but calendar. But 17 hats just reads your calendar. Yeah. So whenever you get an inquiry, if you get an inquiry and you go into 17 hats and you start to fill in the client information, so you fill in the bride's, bride and groom's name, uh, the wedding venue and the date, as soon as you select that date, it will immediately show you if there's anything conflicting. Oh, I, I know that, but I mean for new clients, um, when you're so initially much. setting it up, I backfilled it with clients who had already booked me so that their dates were in my calendar because I wasn't using my calendar before that. Oh, Do you know what I mean? right, okay. So okay. basically that allowed me to prevent my, it prevents you from double booking people. Where did you store all your things before that? Then? Google or Excel sheet. Oh, basically. okay, yeah. yeah. Now you need to use a calendar, yeah. 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 Um, 
and, yeah, you have you had then, to do that. Well, yeah. no, well, I did have a calendar on the wall as well, but you could miss, you could get a booking and forget to put the little sticker on the date and stuff like that. How does your that calendar kind of, on the wall work? Talk us through that. Oh, that's brilliant. That is that is my visual representation of next year. if you're. Um, so it's a wall planner, and each time I book a wedding, I will stick a little dot because you get little dots. I can't wait the next time I come over to your house. I'm <laughs> going to bring a little that. pack, a little packet of stickers, and just totally <laughs> sabotage it. Paul, but, you're booked for the entire months of but from it's February a good vi- through to November. It is a very, very good visual aid because you can walk in and go, Ooh, "That month is busy," or "That month is quiet." At this and these periods and I know you can do that on your phone with your calendar and stuff but it's nice to have that visual in your head all the time so it panics the living crap out of you uh, yeah well it it lets you know where you're going to be and when you're going to be somewhere and and you can also write in the couple's name and the place you're going to be so it gives you good you know because it's somewhere you're always looking at when you're maybe it's above my computer when I'm editing so I get to look at it a lot yeah it's it's always worked for me and I, I dragged that over from the old engineering job I used to be in that you'd always put your meetings in your calendar just above your your desk. It, 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 what kind of what kind of backward place did you used to work in? We always used Outlook whenever I was we working did as in well, an office. But I always liked the visual aspect of it. You never miss a meeting then. I've, know, I've never missed a meeting. <laughs> well, you're an exception to the rule then. I don't know. I, don't, I find this, this online this wet wall calendar just a funny thing. It just works. It works. It's a visual, you know. And I know next year, I know my year in my head, kind of, because I've been looking at it so much. April 22nd, next year, go. Not booked. How do you know? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to load up April 22nd right now. Come on, let's not No, I want to do a test. Let's not I want to do, do a test. I want to do a test. This is good. This is, because the, the listeners are loving this. April 22nd, are you sure? What day is April 22nd? I don't know what day That's official. Is. Come on, man. Let's test. But I know, no, I'm not saying I don't know what days are, are... April 21st. I'm not booked for April 21st. You're free that weekend, then? Yeah. That's a, that's a Friday and Saturday. weekend, which is a 29th, which is a Saturday. Yeah, but that's because I've just told no, you that. No, but that worked, right? But I told you the info. Oh, I know. I told you that the 22nd was well, Saturday. Well, here's another one. The 17th of June, I'm booked for. I'm pretty sure that's a Saturday. That is a Saturday, but you might have just booked that this morning. No, I didn't. This is not a good test, right? Okay, Basically, Dave okay. Is trying I'm trying to catch s- me out. And I'm going to skip you a few months. I'm going to skip you a few months. Okay. This is terrible. Let's go. Prove to you that let's go. It works. November, November twenty-second. I don't know November that well because I've no bookings in November yet. This is this. This is this year now. Oh, this year? No, definitely not. November twenty-second. Well, I'm not booked for it, so I know it's not. Okay. I know this year the third and the fourth. Okay. Uh, one more. Last Friday one. Friday and Saturday because I'm booked for both of them. Last one. See what I mean? Last one. September seventh next year. September seventh next year. I'm not booked for, so I don't know. Do you know what day it is? Uh, it's probably a Thursday or Friday, is it? Very good, it is the yeah. Thursday, yeah. Okay, so it does good. give you a visual, yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe I picked easy dates, I don't know. I, I, don't know. He just, he I need to see never it. Just, I need to see it. I mean, next time I'm around your house, we're going to do this. We're going to pick this up where we left off. This is a great off. game. I'm sure everybody's loving this. Okay. Probably are, yeah. So anyway, 17 Hats. There is another version of 17 Hats Studio Ninja that's just out, which looks kind of cool. You've tried it? Nah. Okay. That's nah, it. I haven't, I haven't tried it, so I can't. Nah. Oh, have you not? I thought you saw I, I, I signed up for a free thing and then I looked at it and went, this is way too much effort. Okay. I, I don't have time. So there you go. So I just bypassed okay. it. But that might be another one to check out if you're in the... And I think the other ones that I know of are Light Blue, Tave. I don't know nonsense. a whole lot about them. I know Tave is Rubbish. quite a lot of setup as well. So Rubbish. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's probably rubbish. 
So that's uh, that's my top tool, Dave. What's your second? What's number two for you? Number two for me would have to be photo mechanic. Oh, why? No. Oh, Lightroom. Oh. I mean, we use Lightroom every day, oh. so Lightroom is probably yeah. the next big one. Yeah. Does anybody not use Lightroom? Um, I'd say people. Yeah, I'd say there is people out there who use the other um, the other software tool. What's it called again? I don't know. Um, Microsoft Paint? <laughs> yeah, Microsoft that Paint. That spray can. I love yeah. that spray can. Yeah. Um, what, what other editing tools are there? Oh, oh, Alien Skin. Exposure. Well, that's one. Alien Skin is one. Oh, Exposure, is it? Is it? No, no. Alien Skin is ex Alien Skin Exposure and Lightroom. Exposure 7 and Exposure X, that's all made by Alien Skin, isn't it? Yeah. What um, are you on about? It's called... Because uh, I met a photographer who uses it for his Photoshop, his editing, and it's called Capture One Pro. Oh, Capture One is okay. actually a, a very good uh, editing tool by a company. You know, Phase One who make the medium yeah, format cameras. Yeah, yeah. And Capture One is another uh, editing tool, which is quite like um, Lightroom, actually. Right. Okay. Um, and then the other one I used to use was Apple's Aperture tool. Um, but after El Capitan, I think it's going to be obsolete um, and not supported anymore. Why don't you just keep a com if you like Aperture so much? Why don't you just keep a computer that? I probably will for culling and stuff because it's so fast. It's so fast at ingesting files, culling files, and exporting files as well. It's really quick at that. But do you not think that ingesting files is just down to the speed of the memory card and the slot? Uh, well, it depends because like Aperture tends to get them in and create a, a JPEG raw or a JPEG uh, um, preview. preview very quickly. Like you can literally go through them um, yeah, straight away. Yeah. It's probably as fast as, as Photo Mechanic to be honest with you. Mm. But I just really like Aperture's um, interface. Plus you can also make adjustments and make crops and stuff like that that will carry over to Lightroom. So my, my, my whole editing import export process isn't perfect. Um, but I certainly wouldn't just use Lightroom because Lightroom. I would, no, I would never use, want to call in Lightroom. It's I wouldn't want to call or import and in why Lightroom. Why they have not fixed that? Why they have not created a call section like the library section that's really quick and easy? I do not know. I know. I, I know. You know. They need the to library catalog to me. The library section of, of the library section of Lightroom to me is even slower Ooh, than the develop module. It's horrible. It's really slow. They've. They've released a, an updated version of Lightroom just a while ago and said that it improves the speed, but I haven't seen it. I've used it, but I've not seen any speed No, I haven't seen any. Nothing, nothing is dramatic yeah. anyway. Definitely it's, not. It's just not a good, like, well-designed, well-coded tool. It's horrible. So what are we on here? Sorry, I'm, I think we've kind of lost track of ourselves. Are we yeah. talking about Lightroom here, photo mechanic, or what are we talking about? Talked all about of the above. We're talking about all of the above. Culling and editing and ingesting. Well, culling, tools. ingesting, photo mechanic, culling, photo mechanic. Editing Lightroom. That's yeah. that's that's for me anyway. Okay. What about you? I would be aperture for ingesting and culling, and then I would export the masters then into um, Lightroom, do my edits in Lightroom, and export from there. And then you do a little bit of that batch processing as well. I do a bit of batch work in Photoshop afterwards. Yeah, I like to do a bit with with some um, actions that I've kind of done myself. What do you call your action again? Is it called Paul's Magic Touch? Uh, yeah, basically. Is that available for purchase? It's not, no, no. It's not. You, you'd make a fortune. For the right price, it might be. You'd yeah, make a fortune. You never know, you never know. 
You yeah. never know. There you go. Come and do um, an online store. And then what you. I've started. He doesn't like me taking the piss out of him at all. I don't mind. What I've started to do afterwards then is I've. You told me about Jake Big Mini about a year ago, and I've only started to recently use it. And it's a cool piece of software. It's a great, flipping amazing, flipping brilliant piece of software. Flipping, flipping is the best we can say <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> um, can we not use flopping? Uh, no. Well, you can use flopping if you want. Flipping and flopping. Yeah. What about funkin? It's very close borderline. Yeah, like it's it's fecking. funky. It's funky. I suppose feckin. Apple. Do Apple know what feckin is? Although they're what in is Ireland. the worst the explicit thing in in, I, I'm, in I'm, I'm, I've no idea. If we snuck in a little sneaky curse word, would they pick up on that? I don't know. If they did, and we'd we'd get the explicit tag, we'd lose our clean tag, Dave. Yeah, it sucks. Doesn't it? Does that matter? Yeah. It sucks. Uh, it sucks. I said. Yeah. Oh, is that allowed? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I hope so. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. Yeah. So JPEG Mini is oh, it's brilliant. It's awesome. Brilliant. I've just recently, uh, basically, downloaded all the images from my website, ran them through JPEG Mini, and re-uploaded them all. And I've saved myself seven gigs of space. I know it's you mental. Did I did the same. Yeah, awesome. after you. That was a really good recommendation. Thank you. Tell the tell the people about that. Okay. Recommendation. So if you're on WordPress, I don't know how this would work with any anything else. Like. Um, uh, Squarespace or anything, I'm not sure how they, they do things, but certainly on WordPress there is a folder on your on your website called Upload, and that is where all your images go. And what I did was I downloaded the upload file, that's weird, isn't it? I dropped it into JPEG Mini, and it replaced all the files with a, a smaller version. version of themselves basically. And I re-uploaded that file and overwrote the, the upload file with this new compressed uh, folder. Yeah. folder. And it saved me seven gigs it's of It's mental. Space. It and is mental. Also on top of that, everything runs even faster now. Much yeah. faster. And uh, it was brilliant. It was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, JPEG Mini. I mean, there's two versions of JPEG Mini. There's the regular standard JPEG Mini. Yeah. And then there's the Pro version. And definitely don't even hesitate in it's just getting the pro version because it is way faster like far faster it doesn't compress anymore though it, it, do, it doesn't compress anymore but it's it, are you sure it doesn't i've tested that okay but it doesn't compress anymore but you can you can add in much larger files so you can add in jpegs that are up to like 60 megs yes. and it will and compress it, them and it also gives you a, a lightroom plugin so it allows yeah, you to, Lightroom to export via Lightroom. Yeah, it's a bit slow JPEG though. Okay. I, 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 I used to do that. From Oh no, maybe I do do that actually. I think I do do okay. that. You do do Yeah, I do do. Is there do do allowed? I do do. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can, you can have as many do do's as you want. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a brilliant tool. It's brilliant. Like, um, it just it's compresses brilliant. things. I don't know how they do it. They actually have a video on their website where they've got a... a a press photographer who has a lot of experience in printing they've got him in to to run comparisons comparisons of a big file printed and a jpeg mini printed exactly the same size and he can't really work out which is which really yeah they they also have a they also have a server side option they do but it costs a fortune yeah and i think it's only if you're actually in control of the server i don't think you could do it to a shared server which is what most people use okay i didn't know that yeah yeah yeah. okay well that's good jpeg mini is a cracker that would almost be right up there in the top one and a half yes Okay, so JPEG Mini, that's a good one. We'll come back to that because I want to talk about that in terms of blogging as well. 
Yeah, but just run all your. But just do it now. You run all your okay. blog pictures through JPEG well, Mini. I, well, first of all, the blogging tool I use is Blogstomp, and oh. that creates a small, like a quite compressed file as it is. But then I run them through JPEG Mini again, and you get an even smaller file, which is amazing for your blog. And your blog will load up. Much Have you tried faster. then running that file through Blogstomp again? And then running that through <laughs> JPEG Mini again. I haven't. You can eventually I end do up. Not you can have that gain. Much time on my hands, you can start off with a two terabyte hard drive and end up with a three terabyte hard drive. <laughs> you can actually gain space. I gain love space. It. I love it. Brilliant. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, blog. When it comes to blogging, actually, maybe that's the next tool, set of tools we could talk about. Blogging. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You use. You I use blog. blog. I used to use Blogstop, man. But you know I what? Use the new version of it. I don't think I know. I've used the new version too, and I don't think their compression is, is good. Their sharpness is perfect. No, it's not perfect. We're gonna have to beg to differ. Okay. Have I you definitely see. You know the tests you've done on the previous version. Have you done that? In I've run it with three? version three. Yeah, I have. I've got it. And I paid it. thirty quid or whatever it was for the J version three. And you still find them? Still not find quite it's sharp. not as sharp. Definitely not as sharp. Interesting. Interesting. 100% is not as sharp. Okay. So what I use is um, uh, Code and Hustles. Uh, for, uh, it's what's it called? You have it written down there. I can't remember the name of it now. Um, I have here. It, uh, no. It's called. No. Um, Code and Hustle. Um, storyboard. Storyboard by yeah. Code and Hustle, and it is. It's definitely not as. Um, I suppose. Easy to use as Blogstop. There's a little okay. bit more to it. I mean, it's not that it's not easy to use, but it's just a little bit more finicky. Right. Um, but it's a similar idea. So you load in all your, you can just put in all the high res. Do, do you need ones another application to run it? Does it just use it? Just no, just Photoshop. It run through Photoshop. Runs through, so it's a plugin. You do need Photoshop. It's okay. a plugin for Photoshop. Okay. Because um, there's a lot of people who wouldn't have Photoshop. Well, you better get it. <laughs> if you're a photographer. What kind of photographer are you? <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean that's not really fair, but I mean, yeah, you do need Photoshop for it, which is yeah. a bit of a, a bit of a nuisance, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. But it creates really, really nice, sharp JPEGs. JPEGs, and then I run those again through JPEG Mini. Nice. So same, same and as you do. Have you ever tried running it again through Photoshop? <laughs> no, I haven't, but I think well, I will. Run the true blog stump at the end, and then through JPEG Mini again. Yeah. Yeah. Be good. Be good. Well, that's good. Just keep running it over and over and Until over and you get over a again. One kilobyte file. And then um, people will go, I can't even make out what this is. <laughs> but I think it must be beautiful because so it's art. That's it. That's yeah. It. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so why use um, that storyboards? Okay. Yeah. Which is, which is great. So All check right. that out. Check out that and blog stuff and make your own mind up. Exactly. That's what I'd Don't say. Listen to us. No. What? No, do wait. Oh. So right. we're at, that's five. That's five done. Okay. Do we have six? We do. I'd say, I'd say one of the best pieces of software recently that's come out is. Oh, that should be number one. Smart albums. That should be number amazing, one. Amazing, amazing piece of software. It's cut like album design down, time down by days. The hours. person who invented smart albums must be worth billions. No, I doubt it. Trillions? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Trillions. <laughs> I'd like Ridiculous. to shake his hand and pat him on the back and maybe even give him a hug and say, or her a hug and say thank you. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. It's a great, great tool. You can really you could tool. do an album in I hope none of our clients are listening to this. Seventeen hours. Yeah, at least minutes. three days. No, but twenty minutes. Twenty five minutes you do an album. 
hundred images split across. I'd probably take a bit longer to do well. Ah, you're so finicky. Sorry, man. Sorry. You need to focus on what matters. That's what Shoofproof's logo says. Focus on what matters. Okay. I see I don't have the mug. That's probably You why. need the mug. Yeah. Dave got a mug from I got a free mug in the post from Shootproof. Yeah. But I have, have I mentioned Shootproof yet? Your subscription is way higher than mine, so maybe that's what they're trying to do. Oh, tell we haven't mentioned Shootproof Zenfolio. We need to mention no, Shootproof and Zenfolio. Okay, but in the meantime, we were chatting there about... Smart albums. Smart albums. Yeah. Amazing. If, you haven't, if you're doing album design and you're finding it frustrating this just sounds like an ad if you're using InDesign man you do realise that this app or this, this episode is completely blowing all our chances of ever getting sponsorship ever again because yeah, we're mentioning well, all we'll the people that we love them. yeah so maybe they'll sponsor us okay doubt it so Smart Albums is excellent it's such a good tool brilliant it'll save you so much time and it'll, it means you can do albums like in minutes or an hour or two in my case yeah um then there's another version, Album Stomp, who make Blog Stomp as well. They do a, an album too. They copied it. Yeah. And then there's Fundy as well, who's been around for a while, and they make uh, their album too as well. I've never actually used Fundy. No, I've never used Fundy. Or Album Stomp, so I can't tell you what it's like. But you can go check them out and compare them if you want. Compare prices, see what it's like. Get Smart Albums. Boom. Done. Get Smart Albums. Absolutely. I love how you always wear a Smart Albums t-shirt as well. That's nice. Yeah, I do. Although they spelt it wrong. Oh, they spelt it Aloha. Aloha. Oh well. What? Hit me. What's next? Um, well, I think it should be uh, Shootproof for me. So what, what's Shootproof? Shootproof is an online gallery. Oh, well, it's, a, it's an app for... No, it's not an app. What is it? It's, it's an online... It's, it's, it's online galleries. Online storage facility, a website, a download facility. Mm. Yeah. So once you've edited all your shots and you want to provide them to the client, yeah. basically, upload them on the Shootproof. Yeah. Sorry about the little alarm there. Um, upload them to Shootproof and the client then gets these really beautiful full screen slideshows with beautiful Does it work fast? Cover. Is it swift? Oh, it's so nice. Is it? So nice, you got to see it. Okay. Well, you have seen it, yeah. but you got to see it again. Yeah. Um, it nice allows you to. They're nice, they're nice people. In fact, I can tell you, I first-hand experience with this because yesterday I got, I opened my a package that I got in the post. And I went, oh, what's this? And it was a, a little handwritten letter. Hi, Dave. Yeah. I'll not tell you what the letter said, but it said, you know, hey, Dave, la la la, la a lot of nice words, you know, and. Um, with a free mug from Shootproof saying, keep up the great work, all that kind of stuff. And one of those foamy boat beer holder things. They probably had them left over from Birmingham they had to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, nobody wanted these mugs. I never got, got a mug from Zenfolio. I use Zenfolio. How long have you used Zenfolio for? Many years, five? Five years. At least. Easily, yeah. Yeah, I Brilliant used to use system. Zenfolio. In fact, I'm, I'm still paying for Zenfolio, but. Um, it's a great system and it is very uh, good price. Like, it's upload speeds are very fast, download speeds are very fast, storage medium, way to set up galleries, very, very good. It's not the best at setting up your initial website and the look. It takes a bit of, you know, it takes a little bit of work. There's a little bit of work there. Yeah. That would be probably the disadvantage in my case over 
shoot proof mm. it also when you sell when you make sales they also take a bit of a cut off here whereas i don't think shoe proof do i think that's why you're paying that extra right. premium i think well that, 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 allows that you looks to, nice i think zenfolio allows you to pay a particular premium which stops them from doing that so if you're making a lot of sales you could probably sign up for that one yeah but yeah um and they also have an app as well which is kind of good but it's not personalized like Shoeproof as well. Mm. So Shoeproof, you can send a personalized app to your clients, which yeah, is pretty cool. Yeah, really nice. Um, whereas Zenfolio has a generic app, but it has the personalized gallery within that app. Right, right. So it's probably not as personalized, but it still has the functionality. So right. I think they're one in the same. Would you, do you think you would switch I've to Shoeproof? I've looked into it, but the big thing for me was that I have so many galleries in Zenfolio, and I almost use it as a backup. But, you'll, you'll, but you will use Shoeproof as a backup too. Yeah. Does Shoeproof have a limit on how many galleries nope. you can have up there? You have an unlimited, unlimited gallery. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I might get there. It's probably stage. slightly more expensive, yeah, but it's. I just think it's so nice looking. Yeah. It you know, it's really, looking, really it nice does looking. Look nice. There's no doubt about it. So good way um, to deliver your photos. Good way to present them. So Zinfolio. Uh, and Shoeproof are two tools that are out there. There's another one called Pixie Set, which is quite nice as well, but it's quite expensive. And then there's one called Online Picture Proof um, as well. Um, oh, there is another, there's another, oh, there's oh, Pixie Set is another one as well. There's there's tons of them. Sorry, did yeah. I say Pixie Set? You already? did, yeah. yeah. Sorry, there's another one called Pixie something or other, Pixie Photo maybe or something like right. that. It's quite a similar name. But there is, there is tons of them. There's even an Irish-based one, which I was trying to find out the name of earlier on, and I couldn't find them. Oh, so, well, that's the, not good. Yeah, um, so I'm not sure. There's one in the UK as well called the Image File. Okay, too many. Which as well. Yeah, so there's way too many. Yeah, the ones but that you we use. We found Zenfolio and Shoeproof awesome. Are the best. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And yeah. just make up your mind from there. Exactly. Right, exactly. so that's that done. So seven. So seven. Is. Apps on your phone. Oh. Apps on your phone. On your phone, but also maybe that sync with your Mac if you're using a Mac. Um, and one of my, can I say one of my top apps? Go. Wonderlist. Yes. It's probably one of the best apps ever. Really? Would I you use. say that high? It's so good at to-do lists, the fact that you can sync lists, and it's really, they've kept it really simple and easy to use, and I love it, I have to say. Yeah, Wonderlist is brilliant. Is share, you can share your app, share your, uh, share your list, to list with else. people. Um, and yeah, I find that really good. Two other apps that I really like and depend on a lot are Waze and Google Maps. Um, Waze is, is Google Maps? pretty much Google Maps. I haven't heard it. What is but, Google Maps? Um, but Waze allows you to do one really cool thing, and that is schedule your drives. That is pretty cool. It's awesome. So if you have a wedding coming up next Saturday, you can actually schedule that drive and then in the morning, Waze will remind you when you should leave if you want to get there on time, on a particular time. And it can do this automatically as well. Because once you set up a wedding in, from 17 hats say, a wedding goes into your calendar, Waze can read that calendar automatically and set up your drives and remind you about those drives. Can you, How cool is that? Can you do that in the, in the desktop? Can you log into Waze? I don't know, I've never tried actually. I tried too and I don't think you can. Because okay. I thought 
Well, maybe Paul has tried this and he'll be able to tell me for definite. I had a look at that and I thought, no, it doesn't look like you can no, do that. I've only ever done it through the through, through the phone. My ca calendar through the phone, yeah. You know what annoys me about Waze though? Oh. The one thing that annoys me about Waze. Tell me. You can't browse the map, drop a pin in and say drive here. You have to know the address. Yeah. That's Google Maps, annoying. Yeah, yeah. That's where I would go to Google Maps. Yeah, see. yeah. But Waze, um, is, Waze is nice and you can do and you can, alerts for accidents and stuff. you can work offline with Waze as well, which is kind of cool as well. All right, okay. You can now work offline with Google Maps. If you plan your drive, you can download that, yeah. that section of the map. But it's a whole to-do. It's Yeah, it's a lot more. It's a lot more work as well. What other apps do you use? Um, I use Dropbox, which a lot of people use as well. Yeah. It's a great app. Um, and if you haven't got it, you should definitely try it. You should definitely use it. Um, it's great for sharing photos, sharing files. Absolutely. Um, store and we have our own little. We have our own little Dave little Paul share. swap shop yeah, where we, we where we share, share images of yeah. silly stuff. Exactly. And um, what else do you use, Dave? You use Buffer. I use um, Buffer. I don't. I don't use Buffer. But to be honest, I, I rarely use Buffer on my phone. I do have the app on my phone. Oh, okay. I like to use it on the desktop more. Well, that's okay. What, but what Buffer is a great both? app. So Buffer connects your um, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook Business. Now it connects Instagram, which is brilliant. Wow. Um, it connects uh, Google Plus, and um, I think that Pinterest. might be uh, Pinterest. Yes, Pinterest. So it connects all those apps together. Wow. So let's say, for example, you have a blog post and you want to share it. You can go into Buffer, and it gives you a little share window, and you put in your little share details, and it will tell you down the bottom how many characters you have left for things like Twitter and all that kind of stuff shortens your links you can upload images and then you can hit buffer or you can hit share now actually and that will just share to all of your networks you can select all the ones time. you want share them all at the same time or you can say uh, buffer it or, or whatever and you can say the different times of the day that oh, you might brilliant. want that I to appear I'm writing this down I cannot believe you've never I, used buffer no so you can say okay I here. want this to go to Twitter at half 12 I wanted to go on to Facebook at 2.30. I wanted to go on to Instagram now. I wanted to go on to whatever. That's so cool. you can share what you want. That is cool. And you can even then um, kind of edit that post for each individual app. So for Twitter, so you can go right, keep down. it within the 100 and whatever characters. What's Twitter? Many characters? I don't know. 100. Two. No, 100 and something. 180 or 130, 150, whatever it is. We don't agree, okay. But you can edit it then for your Facebook to make it a bit longer. Right. You can edit it for Instagram, put in your hashtags. You can. That's brilliant. It's a brilliant app. It is a brilliant I, I've app. I've never used it. It's a tenner a month now. Oh, is it? But I think they also have a free version where you'll okay. get access to a few of those things. Okay. But um, yeah, it's a great 140 app. characters in 140, there you go. Sorry. So yeah, Buffer sounds great. I'm going to sign up to Buffer. Buffer um, is good. I'm trying to see what else I kind of use here on my phone. Trello? Boxer, obviously. You had Trello mentioned. You mentioned Trello to me. Oh, can I tell you two great apps that I love? Okay. We're skipping Trello. And I, no, these are Android apps. Don't know if iPhone users can use these. I'll just, I'll just go looking around IKEA. Yeah, you go off there and I'll just talk to the talk to our good listeners on their Androids. You're basically talking to yourself. Uh, well, anyway... There's two apps that you can get for i or for an Android, which I have found to be utterly brilliant. One is called ACR Call Recorder. Records all your incoming and outgoing calls, just like that. That's a little creepy, Dave. No, it's not creepy because I tell you what, it is so handy. I have um, phoned people in the morning. They go, "Do you know? Do you know now where to go?" And you go, "Yeah, yeah." And they go, "Well, here, tell you what you do. You go into the town brilliant. and you go left brilliant. at the bridge." I love this app. 
and you go you go past that and you go past the tree and then you go past the yellow fence and you know you know where I'm going with this yes. it gets very awkward that's great you can go into ACR call recorder and just hit play and listen to that back that's that's too good I it actually that. is brilliant you right? can get that for uh, for uh, the other one that I like to use is ACR high quality call recorder uh, that looks different now to mine Paul showed me one here on the iTunes store. It looks kind of different. That's what oh, that's look. what here. That's what it looks like on mine. Look, ACR. Okay. So you see it. Look, see in here. Look, there's all my phone calls from today. So do you have to phone through that app? No. But you can look. I can click on that and call back. That's I can cool. also share that recording. Look, share. I can share. No, uh, that's that's. Mad. I can share that file with you on WhatsApp. Okay, it's brilliant. That's cool. So that's one. Can you right? tell me this? Who makes that app? ACR. Okay. I'll tell you. Here, hold on. Um, NLL apps. Okay. You can also buy premium features. So this is the free version I'm using. So that's ACR. The other one that I love is Hollowmail. H U L L O M A I L. Hollowmail, all one word. Okay. And that is. Um, of uh, like a, a an inbox, I suppose. A call. What's the word? A voicemail. Voicemail. Yeah. Voicemail. Inbox. Voicemail inbox. So, but what I love about it is, you know, the way when you normally have to phone up your voicemail, you have to phone a number and then you press five to listen yeah. to your call, yeah. and then press one to hit rewind. Well, this is you just go in. It pulls up all the names. You can go into it. Um, turn on speaker, hit play, awesome. done. You can call back, you can send an SMS. That is brilliant. You can have greetings for individual people. So if somebody calls you, you can go, hi, Declan, I'm not here right now. That's brilliant. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. These are top tips. I, I like those two apps a lot. Yeah, they're great. I find them actually invaluable. Uh, it looks like you can't really get them for iPhones. So, uh, uh, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> what phone are you using? Do you want to say what phone you're using? I use a OnePlus 3. Okay, and I have an iPhone 6. At the moment, yeah, a lot of people don't know what OnePlus is. They don't, and they should check it out because um, they are cool phones. Yeah, Chinese, new to the market about two or three years ago. OnePlus, they have a OnePlus One, OnePlus Two, OnePlus X, OnePlus Three. And OnePlus Three, how do you find it? I, I, the OnePlus Three, I love it. it yeah. I love it. It looks very like an iPhone Six. It does actually, but a bigger and it's brilliant a, it's camera. A beautiful looking phone as well. Great camera. Fingerprint, touch, well, like, anyway, that's Has a side, that's a side issue. Okay. Okay. Cool. So that's um, the that's the um, apps I like on the phone. Um, what Aside from all the usual stuff like your Instagram and everything else, but we've all been doing that route a million times okay. in Voxer and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Calendars, Dave. Do you want to talk about calendars real quick? Yes. Keep this. Oh, keep emails. This quick. Email, maybe. Did we did we, did we discuss we did. email? We did. No, we didn't. No. Airmail and mail plane. Did we not? No. Okay, okay, let's talk about email. So, so email, I kind of am a bit of an email fiend, yeah, as you know, Paul. Definitely. So yeah, I like, ridiculous. I use Mailplane at the minute. Okay. And I've used Mailplane for about two or three years, and I actually, it is brilliant. But it you is, do dip you, in and out of whatever comes out. Mailplane is, yeah, I do. But well, You're I'm, a I'm, looking, I'm looking for the ultimate email app, yeah. and I haven't found it yet. But it, it doesn't yet. exist. I think it should exist. I think for me the ultimate email app would be Airmail for the Mac right. with canned responses. If it had that, I'd be dead happy because okay. Airmail looks beautiful, but it doesn't have canned responses, and okay. that wrecks my head. Mailplane looks like Gmail on the browser, and it with has an canned responses. Okay, but it's, it's just a bit, an yeah. interface. Okay. Yeah. 
it's not it's not nice look as do it for you so that's what i use from okay. what do you use him i use mail i use just the mac email client which is not which is okay it's not great the search facilities aren't that great um, I use the signature part of it for canned responses, but they need to do something seriously good with um, with the mail app for Mac. They really do need to do something good. But um, for now, that's what I use because it's a lot harder to switch to a Gmail interfaced app than it is to switch your email from G from like from my Mac mail to another email app client. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Because I use my at mhphoto um, URL where you uh, use Gmail. Yeah, you just yeah. use Gmail, yeah. So that's there's the difference. My email is coming into my local server, like, you know what I mean? But I mean, I don't give, a ma- I don't give my email address out. You don't? No, mine just comes in through a contact form. Oh, right, okay. So it just comes in that way and then... You know what I mean? Yeah. So they never see my email address until I email back. Okay. And they go, who is this joker with his gmail.com address? What an idiot. Yeah, he's not even, he don't even is have a branding. Oh, jeez, man, you want to get on that, get on that gravy train. That's what I'm, that's what I'm missing out on. That's you why know? I'm not getting the bookings that you're getting. Yeah, big time. That's why I don't know my calendar inside out. <laughs> I should do. Y- you should do. Yeah. Don't tell your I mean, clients. it's amazing that you know all yours inside out, considering how many bookings you have. Ah, Paul gets all shy. Ah, let's not go there. Here, um, what about, so that's about seven or eight so far. Do we have anything else that's kind of um, awesome? Um, I think that, I end? think we've basically given away all the awesome apps we know for free, just right, right there and then. Um, if you um, go to all of these websites, by the way, and use the promo code Raw Podcast. Nothing um, will happen. Absolutely nothing <laughs> will happen. It will just say error. Um, Code not valid. Yeah. 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 It's not going to work. Please stop trying to get a discount from these guys. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully someday, someday we'll be able to offer you a uh, promo code. Smart Go to uh, coupons.com. Groupon, isn't it? No, coupon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Coupons.com. Okay. Uh, and uh, look for promo codes there. Good yeah. luck. Some of them work, some of them yeah, don't. Yeah, quit asking us for yeah, promo I don't codes. Know. We don't have don't any. We're only, we're we only use episode, the same ones as you. We're only in episode five. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And speaking of that, that is the end of episode five. That's us. We're done for IKEA. It's that was time pretty to shop, Dave. Was that? Was that? I think we fulfilled the listeners' ears there with that. For this week, I think we've done, we've done good. Next week, we'll give them a whole new subject to think about. Um, Excellent. So We'd like and to we thank may you even have a five D Mark Four. And an XT2. Talk about. I think that'd be good. If we could have equipment, that'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be great? Um, Well, I I think we should just say thank you. Thank you. To everybody. To everybody. Who's listened. Who's listened. And thanks for comments. Thanks for. We got some mailbag email during the week. I I, I don't want to say anything yet. I want to add it to the mailbag and we'll talk about it down the road. We'll pick one out. But some. Some people have sent in some emails to us, and thank you very much for that. It's brilliant. It's amazing. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Very nice comments, nice words from people. And we really appreciate them. I need to add that inbox into my email, actually. You, you must give me the do. details for that. Yeah. Okay, folks, thank you very, thank much. You very much. I hope we didn't ramble on too much about nonsense. I hope nonsense. you enjoy our app talk. And if you have any more apps that we should know about, 
send them in send yes. them in the comments absolutely email us in and we'll talk about them and uh, we'll see you the next time on episode six episode six man where are we going to go for that one? We have to have a, like a celebratory episode six. Do you, do you not do that with the round numbers like ten? Okay. We, we, save ourselves up. Okay, we'll save we'll save ourselves for episode ten. We'll for, go with ten. We'll go party. mental. We'll start with like. And then do you do that? Do you do the same for episode twenty? Yes. Or is it then is it then like fifty? Fifty. And then it's a hundred. And then once you get the hundred, the next big milestone is a thousand. Yeah. It gets harder and harder. From there, we'll be retired. Yeah. So thanks very much. Okay. Take care. Yes, thank you. That was awesome. Bye. Bye.